Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello and welcome to Bend the Knee, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra, the Watchful. And friends, we're back with just sort of uh, random rabbit holes, random dives down, really House of the Dragon kind of centered theories and thoughts as we as we get kind of hyped and ready to go into season one. Yeah, we're so much closer as uh, to, to, they're so much so closer to season one and um, just diving this, we've got I don't really know where the direction of the show, today's show is going to go. Just kind of like last week, we were like, man, um, we're in this sort of lull where it's like we've gotten some new images and stuff like that, but nothing really big and concrete. But there's no reason to dive, dive back into the reread until we've gotten season one. Because what are we going to do? Like two episodes on a book and then right, and not, no. not, not, touch it, not touch it for months. So here we are. So we did, we briefly kind of mentioned this. I think we'll start, we'll start the show with this. Yeah. We briefly kind of talked about this last week that there are some potential leaks so potential warning right i mean we uh-huh. kind of know what happens in the story which is sort of a cool idea i guess some people have said this might that they saw this in episode one other people have said i've seen things saying no it's towards the end of the season whatever um the idea that somehow egg on the conqueror finds out about the white walkers mm-hmm. and it's a sort of secret that is passed down the lineage gets lost during the dance of dragons and then must somehow get rediscovered by Rhaegar or I guess uh, egg. egg maybe. Yeah. Right. Egg. Yeah. And then it begins to become an idea again. So, huh. Um, I think, where do we, where do we begin with this? So the idea that egg, I mean, did egg on the conqueror, let's just start there. Know yeah. about the white, know about the white walkers. Yeah. And see, this is one of the things that George talks about. Like, changes that they wanted to make in in the show that might actually be better and that he is sort of germ approving right it's germ approved uh mm-hmm. which, which i think is awesome now this is again leak rumor we don't even know if this is true or not but it's the idea that that aegon would know or or Danny's the dreamer or anybody sort of you know that was again foreseeing the doom of valyria and then you kind of like all right why 
why unite? Why did the, the, the Targaryens sat there for a while in, on their outpost? And then they said, you know what? It's time to take our, our dragons. We need to do something. We need to um, conquer. Right? They make the painted table. They, they, they start to uh, lay down these plans, Aegon does, with his sisters, the three heads of the dragon here. A real symbolic kind of start. It's something that, that Danny is wrestling with in the series. Right, Danny is, we're all kind of, when we theorize about Winds of Winter, who are the three heads of the dragon? And why does that matter? And why, why do we need that in terms of um, you know, pushing back against the White Walkers or this, this um, ice and fire situation? So the, the last time we really see this, or when we first kind of hear about it, is Aegon. Aegon the Conqueror, they hit the three heads of the dragon. And, and ha for, there's a need uh, for them to kind of be united and for symbolic, who knows, maybe there's some magical thing. It feels like something's been lost over the years. As, as Matt said, like in the dance with dragons, like it's lost, something happens. And then maybe Aemon and egg and some of the Targaryens down the line, they discover like, what was it all about 300 years ago? You know, 300 years ago, what were our ancestors trying uh, to do in uniting Westeros against a common foe or, or some enemy, right? That's mm -hmm. so the idea. Yeah. And so I, I was just I was just listening to the clip again where George is talking about it. And George describes it. He's like, well, there, there's some speculation that this that that Aegon knew. And that's why he decided to unite the seven kingdoms and, you know, all all mm -hmm. all of these things. And it's like, of course, George, George, when George <laughs> says there's speculation amongst like maesters and all these things. It's like, bro, like, come on. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's it does sort of change a lot of the narrative because. We've often talked about like what exactly is it that Rhaegar reads when Rhaegar reads something and then decides like I need to put down the it's yeah. it's time it's, it's time for me to put down the books and pick up the sword right so he he picks something up we know he spends time at Summerhall so let's, I think I think it's easier to work back than try to work down yeah yeah so Rhaegar clearly reads something that causes him to essentially launch a civil war. We do know he was he potentially going if if Rhaegar hadn't have done that when he was young. Do you think he would have tried still tried to depose the Mad King if he hadn't have done that mm -hmm. earlier? Yeah, let's just let's just say that he does decide three of the dragon, all that stuff. Right. So that that is real. Would he still have tried to to say it's time for my dad to move aside? See, I think because he does do all of that, like that's what you're saying. Is that like we're we're saying that he. He does have those visions. He does do that reading. That is what maybe causes him to say, we need to go in a new direction. Otherwise, I don't think so. I think the time, you know, again, this new direction, unless it's just like that his father is a threat and is tarnishing the Targaryen name, which you could go down that line of thought. But really, it maybe he felt like something more prophesied. Clearly, he felt like there needed to be this union and this, this blood match and the three heads of the dragon. So that is on his mind. And it's a direction that he wants to take the realm and to tie it you know we're, we'll work back here slowly but still that seemingly is what's being speculated that Aegon the conqueror wanted to do that there was a need to to, to go unite right. the realm against this threat so yeah it feels like a different direction you know well i yeah i guess what i guess what i'm saying is so like because part of the when it's it's what we what it said in sort of world of ice and fire and all this other stuff is at some point and and the regular books you know to piece together Rhaegar's story is that at some point Rhaegar decided, Hey, I need to put down the books and pick up the sword. So we begin right. training out of nope. nowhere. So he clearly reads something. 
Yeah, we've also there's also we've also speculated the idea maybe it was Bran, you know, future Bran. Oh yeah, way back and tenfold, also maybe, yeah. Blood Raven, all sorts of stuff. Right. All right. Right. So we know that that there is that that is out there that the, the potential for that exists. But clearly, Rhaegar was reading something. It doesn't say what he was reading, but mm-hmm. he decide he decides he decides this is the direction I need you to go. Yes. Once he goes in that direction, he, you know, I mean, obviously, he then goes on to marry. Um, Ellie Martell, Ellie, Ellen Martell, yep. and all all these things. So he had been training for years. Yeah, yeah. Go, decide, going going in in that direction, right? He tries with Ellie Martell. It doesn't work. So then he tries Lyanna Stark. Yeah. Um. Now the idea uh, the idea of like the three heads of the dragon going back to Aegon the Conqueror mm-hmm. kind of makes sense because Aegon the Conqueror is one head of three dragons. Yeah. And and in his mind, I imagine he would think we like i need this pact would be the thing if they were to ever come that's what we would need to defeat them we would need to be united because Aegon is not really united with his sisters true right yeah, it's a little it's a little he's not truly united like with yeah. with his sisters so i could see in his mind if we were united we could defeat anything yeah because they did they came over and conquered western oh, sure. like a week no uh, problem i mean it was like yeah. no you know no problem I mean, it wasn't a week but Right. Uh, sort of seems like it. This is pretty sure. easy. Just fly here, burn, fly here, burn, you yeah. know, just burn. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There Bend we the go. knee, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Rhaegar, you go all the way back down. Rhaegar is probably thinking, I need three heads of the dragon. He's probably reading it as a little more prophetic, I guess, yeah. um, than what maybe Aegon the Conqueror, who's the one who's really probably telling, he would have told what uh, Aenys and then somehow... Sure. Passed on to Jaharis yeah, and so on. Yeah. It gets passed on to Jaharis and gets passed on the line, gets lost during the Dance of the Dragons. Because mm-hmm. there's leaks and stuff saying, so again, potential spoilers, that Jaharis is going to tell Rhaenyra about it. And that's like wow. that's sort of like that's sort of the like the wow. that's like that's the like you're the next in line. You're the true heir. Like you are now gifted with this knowledge. That, right. <laughs> So that's, yeah, <laughs> so that's like that's kind of the that's okay. kind of what what the what the deal is is that that is like that's like the true passing to the air yes. is hey yes. there is this like secret thing that could be the fall of like everything and it's yeah. your it will be your job at some point to potentially shut that shut that down yes wow it could also explain why when by when when egg must figure it out that egg begins to want to re- get dragons back mm-hmm, hey mm-hmm. we need to get dragons back arian bright flame tries to turn himself into a dragon by drinking wildfire i mean it could yeah. just be that he's you know crazy. crazy yeah or it could be he knows about it too yeah and then when summer hall happens like almost everyone dies right so this then that secret is potentially lost again but Rhaegar spends a lot of time going back to Summerhall and he mm-hmm. spends time, you know, and he talks to the Woods Witch exactly. and he probably learns a lot of this stuff. So he clearly maybe in some way was trying to understand what went wrong and what happened. Yeah. And, and understanding a a secret that or, you know, kind of um, this mantle that was passed down <clears throat> to the leaders and to the leaders of the family and which, you know, he is one. So. And if Egg was trying to discover that, and then again, he's an infant during the time of Summerhall, and they were close to sort of rediscovering 
maybe the secret or what their purpose was or the prince that was promised, right? That's the whole through the woods, which is, you know, also talking about what was, you know, the, the prophecies and all these different things. So if that's something he's trying to rediscover, it's a thing that's, that's lost. Even Eamon is, is, is wrestling with it when he's on the boat with Sam. He's, he's trying to figure out the riddle. He's trying to understand things and that, it, you know, prince versus princess and, and all that stuff. So the family has lost something. It actually even makes more sense in terms of this fight between ice and fire. You know what I mean? Right. It really actually makes – even though we see John being a Targaryen, uh, you know, fighting against them, cool, makes sense and everything. But, like, the family would want to be – it's not like the threat is here now, but we know we have foreseen that it will come. We don't know when. This is the thing. You're not given super clarity on when these things are going to happen, but you just make sure every generation is ready to face that threat by having three heads of the dragon, by having a united front or right. whatever it is that that's something that they're trying to rediscover. And things, you know, George does this, right, which is stuff gets lost over time. Things, the story changes over 300 years. And and you know, and even Maester's, thousands of years. Exactly. Exactly. Maesters decide to tell one part of it, or they documented this, or somebody was killed, and then or the dance of dragons happens. And so bits of information, history, and, and knowledge is lost along the way. That actually seems very fitting with the way he writes and with what the, the story he wants to tell. And it seems very real world. You know what I mean? Right. So see to me, what the, <clears throat> to me, and we've talked about this too, is even in the world of ice and fire book. As it goes back and it explains, you go back and read about the Dawn Age and potentially this Azor High character. There's also like the last right. hero and there's like yeah. the sort of the morning and there's there's the different regions describe a different character who was the one who sort of put down the long night. Right. And so there you have multiple different versions of potentially one person that yeah. was the one who defeated them long ago. Then we get to like the three heads of the dragon and the prince that was promised and all of these other things, which feels like it's separate, but sort of goes along with it. Right. So like the three heads of the dragon could just be egg on the conqueror's idea. That also somehow gets skewed with the idea of the Azora high character and they get blended together, which we've talked about as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah. the potential, the idea to me of the three heads of the dragon coming from egg on the conqueror potentially Mm -hmm. makes way more sense than coming from Rhaegar. Because where does Rhaegar get this idea of three heads of the dragon? Well, if he gets it as this Targaryen secret that's passed down the line, right? Yeah, yeah. And maybe some people interpret it. Maybe, let's say Viserys telling it to Rhaenyra, he, he thinks about it as, well, what if it's me, you know, my wife, who a lot of they, them took Targaryens, and then my heir, and we yeah. are the three. We are the three dragons. Right. Right. Yeah. Which it then kind of goes into real quick, goes into the idea of the prince that was promised. Like maybe Rhaegar's interpretation of it as I need three kids isn't even correct. I guess, you know, from Aegon the Conqueror's perspective, it would be three because it would be mm -hmm. him and his two wives. Yeah. Yeah. But it could be in theory. Well, Aeg it could be a Targaryen and their sister wife you know or whatever because that's right targaryens and yeah. then their and their and their child could be the three heads of the dragon that's like a united family right you can have different different sort of scenarios as to whether it's um who the three are yeah who that third would be or who the whatever yeah because you have the woods which sort of talking about that 
uh, prince that was promised or this this idea that 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 was going to come from eggs line or whatever. And so Rhaegar, right. you know, maybe you think it's you and then, oh, it's not me. It's 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 further down the line. But clearly there is something because Danny has this idea. They get visions or when they go, I think she's in the house, the undying or I, I forget where she's at exactly. But she has the the, the, the thought is there the dragon or that there must be three heads. There must be. So some sort of calling, some sort of premonition, some whatever comes to them where they throughout history, they get they get warnings for to preserve themselves. Right. So Danies, um, the dreamer, right, it, it has has a, has a premonition that they need to uh, leave and flee Valeria it's to save them. Right. So then if other members of their house have dreams or visions that would help to preserve them in some some threat some distant threat or whatever i feel like that makes a lot of sense that that they you know for Aegon, the interpretation of that was he and his two sisters but for Rhaegar, he has to interpret that and he has to say okay what does that mean for me and my family right now how do i create that scenario and have this trio uh the the, the power of three which is it's sort of a magical number right it's just it's mm -hmm. the idea that you have three things and uh, that they would be united as one against the great other or White Walkers or whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it comes down to your interpretation. And then, as you said, it gets sort of blended with this prince or princess that's promised that they're om it's almost like that person is in some way. And you can go look at the wiki and all the different thoughts and different theories on this uh, in terms of like, what is the if you're kind of lost here or whatever, like what is the prince that. Uh, is, is promised or princess or whatever it seems like that gets merged and like matt said over time the 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 heroes get sort of blended into one and were they one or were they many you know what i mean <laughs> were they different and and they've we've lost that story over time so yeah it's, it's tough it, that's the beauty of it. it it would also explain it would it would also explain um, if this, if this whole idea does essentially they're like the three heads of the dragons sort of specifically and in, in the, in the threat to the white walkers with that sort of, um, correlation, yeah. it would explain, uh, why egg on the third would be like, it's time to get rid of dragons. Like we don't need, we don't really need them anymore because the idea is it gets lost with Rhaenyra. Yeah. Yeah. And so then Aegon, when Aegon the third comes in, who's the ones who's like starting to do, they start to get rid of dragons. Well, if you knew that this threat of the White Walkers existed, you would not get rid of dragons. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the like you that's kind of yeah. the whole deal is not only are you Targaryens and you should have them in the first place, but if you don't think that this threat exists, you could be like, well, we don't need them. But if you do, if you do know that this threat exists, that you're going to you would need something so powerful like a dragon to take care of there's no way you would get rid of them yeah well this almost blends in with another topic we wanted to talk about which is like yet yeah, like Viserys passing that on see the air is more you know i know there's the council of 101 ac and there's all this different stuff and who's to become the air but but hidden or the, like an undertone or whatever an extra element here is that the air or the the king or queen whoever had has this now has the foresight has the access to some knowledge that preserves the family and that preserves the realm. And so by him not being assertive, I think you kind of brought this up. And I think some of the guys you said, we're talking about this in the, in the chat um, that, you yeah, know, we, I, we have a, we have a, just for those of you guys listening, yeah. I talk about it every once in a while. I reference our group chat, which is like some of as and I, and some other yeah. um, some people in our little community, like Sir Jimmy, who runs this on YouTube. Yep. We, 
he's a nerd. So, so Ryan, Sir Matthew, shout out to those guys because we get a lot of good good conversation in there just about about this about this topic. And so, especially Sir, Sir Matthew's been losing his mind in there, by the way, recently about <laughs> a lot of laws of rereading and stuff. So it's cool because you can this this stuff matters. I think that what they want to do in the show verse, you need something like this. You need something for fans to like a theory, a tie in a tie through, you know, to that main series that, Oh, this was this, this, this is lost. This information is lost here. It's, it's the thing that would make people kind of rally around. Like if you catch on to it, it could be enough to like rally around Rhaenyra. She, no, she's the true heir. She has the information. She's told something it, and maybe he wasn't, you know, maybe the significance of this information loses its value or loses its, whatever over time and as you're passing that down the importance and the significance gets lost this is a tale this is something from Aegon the conqueror okay cool we get it it's a role i need to play but no like just like the whole idea that there needs to be a stark in winterfell uh maybe there's some magic to that maybe over the over time it's just a phrase that they say but maybe really back in the day there was some good reason why we needed stark blood or there's some spell i mean there's spells there's magic there's power in this world it's it's seemingly gone and or has been gone dormant for a while and it reemerges, but it feels like maybe the series was not uh, as forward as he should have been in letting the realm know that I mean he he does come out and say that this is my heir and he puts her on Dragonstone and the whole nine yards right but then he goes and he has more kids with Allison and those children you know what I mean those children then feel a, a claim to the throne. And it's like, what is Rhaenyra then going to, when he dies, is Rhaenyra going to pass the the secret on to them? No, she is the ruler. She believes she's the ruler. So it's this whole dance and it's this confusion that causes this thing to be lost, squandered, right. you know? And unless you have a dragon, unless that, like in the family, that gift, that Rhaegar and Egg and others like later on will have the dream start to come back, a warning, a foreboding that it's something's going to happen. Then they start to, you know, puzzle out what was it that was going on? Why, um... You know why do we, why why does there need to be three heads to the dragon? Who the prince that's promised? Why is this something that's 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 emerging? Those things are things that they'll wrestle with that their ancestors maybe had a better understanding of. But again, it comes down to interpretation too, which George is really good with. Like, okay, you're given a vision or or Melisandre interpreting the flames, right? Misinterpreting the flames, I should say. So you know, there's other the, the greater question is also even whether they're interpreting them correctly. Did Aegon uh, interpret those dreams or that vision or whatever? Um, correctly so it's just a cool element that i think if it's added into this series could be sort of one of those subtle things that is more alluding towards magic and the higher fantasy realm uh but we're but we're going to get lost in the political backstabbing and all the moving of resources and who's next in line and that sort of stuff and the real important stuff gets pushed backwards which is I don't know. It's it's cool. And I, I feel like it's it's unique and it's different. And it's all comes down to George just saying that, right, that there's just spec there's speculation. George, you make the speculation. George is the one, you know, conjuring up all this stuff. He writes the you know, what the maesters speculate about. So it's just kind of funny to hear him sort of say that, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm just I'm just sort of looking. I'm just sort of looking here. Uh, well, one one thing real quick, just on. Uh, but seriously, because this is another topic we want to talk about, but I think we can kind of squeeze it in here. Yeah. Was should Viserys in general have been more aggressive in naming Rhaenyra as his as his yeah. heir? Um, yeah. I mean, you look at I mean, Megor the Cruel. Uh, he may he may he may take the throne a little quite yeah. aggressively uh, to, yeah, say, to 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 say the least. But yep, you know, 
they talk about, you know, a Targaryen to flip a coin, you get a good one, you get a bad one. But I think sometimes you need to be as a ruler, you have to know when to press and when and when to be and when to be sort of good, I guess. Um, you know, some of the, but maybe he's a little too nice in the fact that he is. I think if he really pressed it, he's the ruler and he has dragons and he can say, Rhaenyra is my heir and you're just gonna have to deal with it. Yeah. So, OK. This is a good topic because several mistakes were made by the series. Really, I mean, he's 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 going to come out here and he wins out in the, in the Council of One Hundred One IC. He he is. I mean, we had Rhaenyra who will be passed over. He then it comes down to he um, Emma Aaron is his first wife and he has Rhaenyra and he will not, and he names her his heir. We actually see a clip in the trailer where all of the different Starks and the other lords pledge their sword. They pledge. Uh, they 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 swear uh, to f- that she I mean, they're going to defend her right to the throne. She will be essentially the first, I guess, queen right of of uh, Westeros. And that's mm-hmm. something he set up like the council didn't necessarily say it was really just picking the next. I mean, they did overlook Rhaenyra and they did establish that idea that, no, it should be you know, the, the series and they looked at the male heirs and all that kind of stuff or whatever. But uh, it's, it's like, okay, they're, you know, it's so ironic that Viserys is the one who's picked over uh, Rainey's Targaryen. And then now he's saying, no, we are actually going to have like, my daughter is going to be heir. Cause he does say that and people come forward and they swear that, but the biggest mistake I think he made um, is, is, is right here. So in 113 AC, Viserys decides it's time for his daughter Rhaenyra to wed. So Queen Alicent wanted, at the time, in 113 AC, she wanted the princess to marry her eldest son, Prince Aegon, so he could one day be king. Uh, Viserys would not. He's out. He's out on this. And he says that Aegon is too young. He's 10 years old. And that uh, I think he's 10 years younger than Rhaenyra is maybe what it is. Which, by the way, I, I mean, there's people. I mean, I know people who, like, and it's, you know, as long as he's older and stuff like that. Like, if he's 20 and she's 30, whatever. But it's a shocker because he said they also didn't get along in their youth or whatever. But right there solves all your problems. I mean, they both can rule. They, they, you know, I, I know he's king and she's queen, but whatever. It's like that's that's fine. Uh, so it's uh, Allison proposes this, and these things could have been reconciled. I don't know. Maybe we're gonna see that conversation come up in this, and we're gonna see Rhaenyra really go to her father and say, "No, I'm not having that. I'm not whatever." Well, sorry. Hold on a second. Viserys is king. Yeah. So, I mean, like, this is on him uh, in terms of making this this work because he's now set up a situation where this is his firstborn, uh, Rhaenyra, but his firstborn son, If and, and again, if you're going by the precedent that was set in 101 AC, it, I, he should get, it should go, and Allison's thing is that it should go to your son, your firstborn son, and he is going against the very ruling that put him in the throne. You know what I mean? He's going against that. So either, as Matt said, should he be more assertive and saying no, getting more different time? Or there's a perfect compromise here, as Allison brings up, which is have them marry, have the two marry. But there's the age difference. There's all this different stuff or whatever. So and then you've got Corliss Valerian saying, no, I want, you know, we've got a candidate over here, Lainor, who was also an infant during that time. Lainor's name was put forward with uh, with Viserys' name in the Council of 101. You had the, the three largest contenders were Rhaenys Targaryen, and then you had Laenor Valerion, 
and then you had Viserys Targaryen. Those are the three. And so they're all still players around this time, and you could patch this up. I think he's actually trying. I think Viserys is actually almost like maybe we'll see him sort of realize Rhaenys has a gripe. She was passed over. So then her son, Laenor, um, okay, let's, let's, whatever, let's, let's, let's go with that. And he's now going to marry, you know, Rhaenyra to, to him. So it just seems like such a, such a missed opportunity though. Um, I get there's an age difference and there's, you know, whatever, but now you've got siblings battling it out for who's going to be next in line. He already has an issue with his brother, Damon, who wants to be the heir and is super power hungry and aggressive and wants to, he supports his brother. Absolutely. But he wants to be you know, next in line. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, I, don't know. I just, yeah, it's, it's just, he try he ends up trying to be, I think he just ended up trying to be a little too nice and, and he should have just pressed, you know, it's easy to look in hindsight. Right. Oh yeah. Um, but I mean, if he really felt like, Hey, this is my, this is my heir. He could have just said, this is my heir and you're going to have, and you're going to have to deal with it. And who's, and who's gonna, who's going to stop him. You know, it's it does it does it's still good because it ties it it ultimately still ties into the Iron Throne and the game and the and the, the true Game of Thrones, right? You have to play your cards, right? You know, it's why I was, I was just sort of thinking of him and then thinking of like Tywin Lannister, and it just shows you, man, just how good Tywin is, just as a leader. Oh yeah, because it's really Tywin really only ever underestimates one person, and it's Tyrion. Yeah. Um, like to be, you know, I mean, that's like that's it. Like everyone underestimates somebody, and it like. In the entire series, everyone always there's nobody who plays the game perfectly ever. No, yeah, but yeah. it's like man, Tywin's probably the closest to to play in, to to yeah. play in the game. Yeah, he is. He is for sure. Yeah. Um. One more point too on this on this idea uh, with, yeah, as you say, people who play the Game of Thrones and understanding the dynamics because what George does best, what you said there with, with Tywin and Tyrion, is there's a human element. There's this other factor. There's this family. There's this uh, jealousy. There's there's other elements that there's a human factor in, in it. There's political alliances. There's all there's whatever. But there's also just this random wild piece where it's just like somebody's going to rebel and they just don't care and they're willing to burn it all down and they don't care. Uh, so Rhaenyra basically said like, uh, she's like, I'm not marrying Lenor. She flat out says, No, I'm not going to. And he's like, Then I will change the succession. I will yeah. change it to your brother. And she was like, well, he basically prefers my brother. There's no way, which bring in, you know, the, the strongs <laughs> Har Harwin strong and all the craziness with her, you know, I guess bastard children. There you go. I said it, but you know what I'm saying, man, it's, it's like he, he underestimates the passion of his daughter in terms of who right. she wants to be with. And then he, he just really fumbles this one he must he must legit though if this if any of this if this leak sort of is true and that in the show we will see him say something to her about the potential of this threat up north right yeah. at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation and partnership we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Yeah. Um, man, then he must legitimately at least think to some degree she's going to end up being she's going to end up being the leader, which I think we're going to see this season. I do. Th I think this season. 
especially with a lot of the images and everything they're releasing. I mean, all these right. power shots of like young Rhaenyra. First of all, look freaking sick. sick. I mean, it, I this show it. looks yeah. so good. I'm so pumped for this show. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. all of these shots, like just the way she's turning. I mean, it may it feels like she's like I'm gonna be queen something. Queen. She is the next. Yeah, exactly. So there's um. I mean, it's also unique in that, like, he has two wives and that he, he went out and said she is the heir. And so he's not going to like the king. You should like his request is it's very it's public knowledge that he wants Rhaenyra to be his successor. So it is sort of a crazy betrayal by right. Allison, which is what's going to be that like the factions are going to be, you know, people are going to be split on this. Uh, and you need to almost. um Again, maybe, maybe, maybe there's major wrongdoings done to the high towers. We're going to feel sorry for the, something. There's good because I feel like fans are going to be split 100% on this, whether you support um, Rhaenyra or Alicent. I wouldn't, I would not be surprised if they make Alicent Hightower out to be a very sympathetic, uh, figure, likable character, likable, who we're all going to be like, yeah, what, I, what's up? Why don't we, why, why don't we see that? And then right. some of us who are like, well, wait, there's a tie through here. Like the Targaryens are losing this, this element, this secret. There's this, I mean, again, this is also right. the king's wishes, his last sort of. So, right. I do think from a fan perspective, it's gonna it's gonna end up working out really well because it's you ultimately know that a Targaryen is gonna win. So, yeah. because we know the Targaryens, if you just watch Game of Thrones, you know the Targaryens hold power until for sure, and you know until Game of Thrones starts. So it's unlike Game of Thrones where you're watching it and you're thinking who's gonna win at the end. Here, at least. The, the sort of the thing is like it still works because you know a targaryen is right. going to win so you know one side or the other is going to win so for the people that are just your casual watchers who are not going back and reading any of this stuff for sure they're gonna know one i, I can pick either side and yeah. like you might and you might win like you you, you can, might win. you can really yeah. root for one side in this as a casual yeah. viewer you can totally right. root for one side which is really cool well, and I, you know, it feels kind of weird because it's it's such a great dynamic. You have Allison, who's the mother, like rooting for her son and trying to push her son for it. Serato Hightower doing his thing as well. And you're also going to see prior, by the way, prior to all of this, there is sort of a um, like Hightower. Like there's he understands the political dynamics here and tries to make certain alliances with individuals in the small council. You have Damon then making alliances with Corlys Valerion. So it's you're going to see a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, like muddy water to begin, and then you'll see things start to kind of separate. But I think in the beginning, there's going to be definitely a, a muddy element to this where you're like, OK, who is really on whose side here? And, and there's going to be a big question mark, which is a good thing. But then Allison rooting for her son uh, to, to, to be the next in line. And because you can have fans say, now, hold on a second. Viserys flat out. They're going to I mean, the old king is in this. They're showing us. Uh, King Jaehaerys. They're showing us the Council of 101 AC. They're showing us that, like, this is the way it's done. This is the way this super respected king um, who ruled for many years and the realm was in good governance has basically said, this is how you should do stuff moving forward. And now you see them, you see the high towers wanting to uphold what King Jaehaerys said, what basically put his, you know, what, what put his grandson on the throne. So they're justified in wanting Aegon uh, to, to be next in line. Whereas you have other people who say, now hold on a second, the current king, Viserys, is establishing something new. So it's a really, really, really good spot to, to kind of create a divide and create fan, you know, bases right. for, for each side. Flat out, because there's a and, case for both. Right. And to be fair, they both, in a way, like, kind of win 
like they both lose, but they both also kind of win because right, they're all half siblings like, too. You know, right? Like, yeah, they're all half siblings, and like, I like, I guess, real ultimately, I think Rhaenyra kind of wins because yeah. her her and Damon's son, Damon's who Damon son. wants yeah. to end up sitting the throne. But in the meantime, like Allison's kids do sit the throne. Yeah, they do. They do. Well, and again, their relation. I mean, again, nothing. They they could be fighting with, you know, it's tough because, again, egg on the third is so young uh, that he's really not not going to be much. Of, I don't know. I don't know how much of a factor what the deal is going to be, how much what they're going to do or how they're going to do all that. But right. like essentially, that's still their family. I mean, you have two half siblings fighting it out here, which is crazy. Um, so, yeah, ultimately, the Targaryens, as you say, win Viserys. Either way, his heirs sit the throne, right? Um, whether it's through Rhaenyra or it's through Alicent, uh, his his heirs will sit the throne. So he's good. You know what I mean? Like the Targaryen line. Can, now, if the if the the first what says uh, Luke and uh, the the rest of them, like they're all Strongs, right? You know what I mean? They're all clearly uh, Strongs, and they're not they're not related to House. They're not Laenor's children, right? So that's sort of the thing that we're gonna discover this can be a little bit of an issue when Rhaenyra is uh is, is having children they're bastards here's a, yeah, here's a question I, here's a question i do all i still ultimately want to get back maybe to some more of the i was looking i was looking at some night's watch stuff to see like when do we see the night's watch dwindling um yeah. and tying back to the to the idea of the of this thing being mm-hmm. sent sent on the line so really it does make sense though that it would be it would stop with Rhaenyra because she wouldn't be able to tell her son because he'd be way too young yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lost. It's lost. I mean, so how does it? I guess how does how does Rhaegar find? I guess how does Egg and all these other people? Find what do they out? read? Yeah, yeah. What is it that he reads that would cause them to start to kind of something written, something in a king's log, or something that is passed down? And then maybe there's again even like uh, prophecies, Woodwood you- prophecies, or. Dragon dreams. Do you think Blood Raven finds out about it? Possibly. If he, if you think he's behind, you know, sort of. uh, Do you think? Do you think he? Do you think he? Do you think he? Because I definitely think, obviously, he he knows about it when he's in the when he's in the tree when he's when he's in when he's in the cave. But do you think he knew about it before he goes Mm -hmm. to the wall, or do you think he knows about it after he goes to the wall? So what did what what did Blood Raven know about the White Walkers? And when do you think he learned it? I you could make a case that he knew it before because when he goes to the wall, like he seems rather willing to go there. He, I mean, he does he knows that what like the act of of killing the Blackfire is gonna send him there. Plus, then I mean, I don't know. Does he know that? Whatever. But he he goes there. And then he goes missing after a time. He is up there investigating something. And then he goes missing. I think almost willingly uh, goes to investigate these things. So it feels like he would have known about that prior to like while he's either up at the wall or prior to going to the wall. So I don't think it's like when he gets in the tree. I think it's like prior to. I feel when he. Yeah, I feel like it's too because when he kills Amy's Blackfire, he in his maybe he's thinking like, well, I just killed another Blackfire. So they're probably done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he probably does. It, it's actually, it, and really, afterwards, they really are. Isn't that they, they kind of are? Yeah, yeah, they, they they basically are. Uh, so the realm is good, and you've got this line set up, and then he's working in the mystic arts. He's again, you know, sort of obsessed with this uh, idea of, I don't know, 
the future premonitions, uh, the whites, the others, I don't know, making the, so I guess, I guess what I'm thinking then is, man, it's so hard because I'm trying to think about how, how does egg figure it out? If this is true and egg does, you know, sort of egg does figure it out. And that's why he's trying to get dragons back. Not just because I guess before we were thinking maybe egg just wants to get dragons back because he thinks well, that's what we need. And th remember there's dreams. Yeah. Like, Damon oh, has dragons. They're all having dreams and stuff like that. Dragons, dragons are power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So I guess before we were thinking maybe Egg was thinking, hey, I want to get dragons back because it would, I don't know. It revitalizes it, it, the. It would revitalize the Targaryen dynasty. But maybe he's thinking, what if this threat is real? And we know they go to the wall at some point. Yeah. Right. That's something that's something in Dunk and Egg we haven't seen yet. Well, remember I remember that's... The, yeah, that's true. Also, this, the old king goes. They go to invest. They, they actually expand during, under under Jaharis. They expand the Night's Watch. They the gift they, is well. They they try they try to they try to, but the Starks are like absolutely not because they feel like yeah. they would be they would, it would just the lands. But they do sort of put more money into. I was just I was just reading up yeah. back up on it. Um, they do put some more money into like the Night Fort and stuff like that because but they been... yeah they do give them that patch of land though too they do right yep yeah, yeah they do yeah yeah, yeah yeah but they just yeah. they they want to do like a do a it says like they want to do like a big expansion but the Starks are like okay no. yeah 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 so to some degree at least they're like okay they're they're interested and they're flying up there and the dragons are not wanting to go beyond the wall and there's a, a well weird... the interesting thing is I, I it only says that Allison's wall Silverwing won't fly above it so now I'm wondering oh because we because we'd talked about we'd talked about. You know, is it that is it that her dragon couldn't fly above the wall? Like, was uh -huh. it too high? Is it because the wall is magical and they're not able to? It sort of said like got scared and turned back around. I believe is what it says in fire and fire and blood. Uh -huh. But I don't believe it actually says anything about Jaharis's dragon because I think Alicent would just went by herself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Right. I did. Well, you're right. Yeah. So Alison, not Allison. Sorry. Good queen. Yeah, yeah. Good queen. Alison. Good queen. Allison. Yeah. Um, yeah. The names are so close. Sometimes it's like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she, it could, yeah, as you said, it could be, it's a mystery, right? It's, it's either magic of the wall, uh, dragons unwilling to do so or something else. Yeah. Yeah, no, not really sure there. So, so then does Aegon, if Aegon doesn't know about it, is it through scouts? Is it through, did he fly up there at some point to see what's, hey, what's over here? And he thinks he mm -hmm. sees something? I mean. Yeah, yeah, again, some sort of warning or whatever, but um, there is, you know, here's the thing. We, we've we heard, like, there's, there is lore of White Walkers. There is all these like, oh, there's there's Grumpkins and there's different things up beyond the wall and all, all, all that stuff or whatever, because the wall's been there prior to um, the Conqueror, right? I mean, it's, it's it's been there for for so long, but it's like they sensed something more that there needed to be a uh, a united front uh, that they were they they would be what would stand against them. So it's a premonition. It's a vision. It is a a dragon dream that they're trying to preserve and make every generation ready for a threat that could wipe them out, like wipe their family out. So that can even come back, whether it's in text and something that Jaharis reads or someone else wrote down a prophetic dream, a dragon dream that they had that is starting to kind of rekindle this flame. So it's a lot of different things that, that I think George and HBO, whoever is, you know, as they make this and they build out the TV verse that they could do to, to create sort of this, um, idea that we need to be 
ready for that because really John and Danny fight that battle, right? Right with the with their dragon, you know, uh, to yeah. some degree. Real wow. quick, I have this. I have this image up up here, by the way. Yeah. Um, which is, I, I thought this was super cool. I shared oh. this in our, our Facebook group earlier. Yeah. So first of all, this is just a sick shot of House of Dragons. Sick. Yeah. But somebody said, um, if you look at the attention to detail, um, so here's like the difference of say Balerion and Drogon, which uh -huh. we had been talking about a little bit. So Drogon's head, um, you know, if you look at it compared to just how big John is, like how big his, his torso is. Yeah. And then you go back to this shot right here i mean look how oh. freaking massive massive like, the difference is Different. supposed to be yeah it, i mean when you model that balerion yeah. balerion by this by this thing balerion is like six to seven times larger yeah than yeah that's crazy that is crazy because in the other one like from sort of like nose to chin or whatever you want to call it like in the in the with john it's what three feet maybe four feet and it's, it's probably it's probably three feet yeah so his his yeah for so his yeah, so the, his, you know, yeah, his snout or whatever, you know, right? Yeah, is 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 is, is about three feet. I mean, right. Drogon knows that's to six chin. to seven. Oh, that's I think it's even eight, more. nine, ten. It's maybe. probably it's probably like it's probably like ten feet. That's crazy. That is crazy. It's huge. It's so different. For also, that shot is just so sick. Uh, for those of you guys who listen on the podcast, it's just some image that was uh, official image that was released. We saw it in the trailer. I think the first trailer where they have yeah, all the candles. Like the yeah. Yeah, all, all the candles and and uh, everything. And some people and here's, it's hard to tell exactly who that is. But that might be the series. That might be the secret right there. That might be where he's telling her. Holy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they're, they they're alone, and he's talking to his daughter. That would be cool if that were if that were the case. Um, yeah. Man, can you imagine like just just the hype that would that would create? Yeah. Uh, in, in terms of like uh, the urgency, and then us watching and witnessing this preparation and the secret get lost and then rediscovered yeah. again in another series. And it's some, it's this, it's this uh, thing that the Targaryens are kind of heroes in a sense, and that we, we, we root for them to stay in control, even though they've got all sorts of stuff going on with their bloodlines and multiple wives and, and crazy stuff going on uh, that the, that the seven, that the faith are not in favor of, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that is, that is, that's a really cool, addition because that's nowhere that is nowhere in, in in ice and fire like i don't think anyways unless if i'm wrong you guys leave me a comment send us a raven but i don't think we ever heard before that Aegon had some like this was the reason why it, it we, we only start to hear that conversation about well and again even even with the prince that's promised and 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 the three heads of the dragon it's not always is that there must be but for what you know what I mean? Like right. the, the for what? Why do, do you need to have a prince that's prom? What what's the against the long night or the you know? Again, it's just like making the connection to what is the thing that is coming that is that you're afraid of. So yeah, here we go. Yeah. That's a great shot. And I have I have another I have another image here. And um, you know, the, uh, we uh, people are trying. People, fans have been trying to speculate as to what dragon head this is. Um, yeah. because this, this is Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah, this is this is Game of Thrones. Remember, Arya walks by one in, in right. season one where she's like hi she like hides inside of it. Yeah. Um, and so now people are trying to speculate as to which dragon head this is because you look at the fangs. The fangs here are huge. It's totally huge. different than Valerion's uh, skull, which we do see later. Um, because yeah. remember, Kyburn shows Cersei and he shoots the mm -hmm. bolt. He, sh right. he shoots the bolt into it. Mm -hmm. Um, so fans are fans have been trying to speculate as to as to what this is. But if that shot is true, if that if that well that shot is true of House of the Dragon, but if that yeah. is potentially where he's telling her the the secret of yeah. hey this is why you need dragons um 
Yeah. You, I mean, that's going to be really important. And I think that's going to be one of the deals where we begin to realize just how significant that could actually be the thing. If you set that up in season one, that could be a one, a sick tie in into Game of Thrones. Um, and two, show just how really bad the Dance of the Dragons is. Because right now, yeah. you sort of do the Dance of the Dragons and you're like, yeah, it's big Targaryen civil war and like the realm suffers for it. But now it's like, no everyone suffers because we end up losing dragons in it and we lose that secret. Well, what if it's, I mean, I'm totally tinfoiling in here, but like, what if Rhaenyra in, I don't know, a moment before like her death or something, right. You see her writing, you know, you just right. see her penciling something down and a thing. And well, it's, it's, it's the thing. Unfortunately, her death is so, I know abrupt, abrupt. That that it, <laughs> yeah. She couldn't have planned for it, but it's like, what if though you saw her, in the midst of this, realizing that all of our lives are at stake, like this, uh, the secret could get lost. And she does, she doesn't right. say anything about it, but maybe she was told the secret. And we see her one day writing when Damon walks in and not even maybe Damon knows, maybe, maybe it's something that like only the next in line sort of is this information is, is privileged, if you will. And she's writing something down. And then that's the thing that like years from oh, now, Rhaegar learns. who knows? I mean, I mean, it's, and we, people are like, Oh my God, you know, that, Little stuff like that, breadcrumbs or things that tie in, I think, are fun. And you want to build that uh, for your fans. Who So many people were, were speculating and theorizing about Game of Thrones, and they were completely just saying, ignore the books, which good for them. Just ignore. I mean, I love the books, and we love it, but like they're going to build their own verse here. And I remember some of our friends were speculating as to what's going to happen based upon purely show stuff that was happening with a little mix of book, maybe. But, you know, you, you could kind of like have a show verse, and I feel like if they want to do – because this would be different. This would be yes. uh, something new. And as George said, there are improvements. There are things that he is saying it works a little better for TV. And it's going to help uh, create this this world, this first. He's a fan of TV. He wants his stuff to be adapted and he wants it to, to be good. So, yeah. Yeah. Wild. Wow. Gosh, man. So great. It's just so yeah. interesting. It is, the, it is the cool thing about House of the Dragon is that we've talked about how it can really begin to expand the lore yeah. of Westeros as we go forward. Right. 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 Which you and I did on our, our Matt Nez podcast. We did a big breakdown of, there was a big, um, those of you guys just listening here, there's a huge uh, Warner brothers shareholder meeting and a lot of stuff is getting axed and stuff. It's really everything almost outside of game of Thrones is like yeah. on fire. Yeah. In uh, and, like game, yeah. and game of thrones is like the only thing that's like holding that company together right now right um and they did they talked about it uh several several times during the 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 shareholder meeting and they actually said that right now the numbers of game of game of thrones streaming numbers are through the roof because there's so many people right now going back and watching game of thrones to get ready for house of the dragon and Let's so go, baby. to really say that a lot during a shareholder meeting like that means it's the future they that means it's it's like the future yeah, of they, it's not just the future of like HBO. It's like the future of yeah. Warner Brothers as a whole. Yeah, 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 yeah. And which is cool. That means for us again, more interconnected shows. And if we even said in our Matinez show the the idea of theatrical releases. You know, like having a mm -hmm. theater release of a movie or something. And and that, yeah. that could be something down the line we see. Like I, I think the John the the rumor of the Jon Snow show coming out and then being confirmed is one of the biggest things. It just shows you the direction that they're headed and how these things are going to tie together. And they're really making a show verse. Like George can just, he can, his books are separate. They are really cool. They're really awesome and everything, but he is working with them to make 
a world, a whole thing right. that will celebrate like his book series. And I, it's just great. I would not. And I, I, and we also talked about how they're, they're, they're shuffling like HBO Max and merging it with Discovery Plus. They're going to make some sort of new streaming service with all sorts of different things to it. But um, they said launching next summer. And I don't think we're going to get House of the Dragon season two ne next year because they haven't even started. They haven't, they haven't started filming it yet or anything. Right. And so right. then it takes, you know, like six months or however long um, just to do visual effects and everything. But thing that could get announced here shortly is like, hey, filming that snow show. I... Because... It's so obvious that Westeros is going to be like a big part of their plans going forward. Yep. Yep. Um, and so if you're going to launch this new streaming service, I think you're going to want like a big mega show again 100%. to be the, the the flagship thing for that, which is what we'd said about House of the Dragon with HBO Max. But I know. You know, like... I know. Well, it, the thing is, they you, if you love it, people, people do. And as they say, the numbers are going up. People will be wondering, where can I stream? Game of Thrones. Where can I stream House of the Dragon? What's the new thing? They'll communicate that. And the thing that will be bring everybody on is the Jon Snow show. I 100%, if I were in charge, that's what I would do. Flat out, right wouldn't now. you? I'd be like, I'd be right now, like, we it's we need to get yeah. this thing going. Yeah, because you want money. You want that. That's the, that's the most sort of notable kind of, it, it has the name. You everyone know Snow. It's a great name, by the way. Just call it Snow. Just call it Snow. In. <laughs> like, yeah. we're in. Uh, snow, season one. Boom. Uh, and then after that, you know, it's like you have house of dragon season two coming out so if you enjoyed this right now you have tons of subscribers on it it's gonna be huge and massive people are gonna be like where's season two okay that's good they're, they're gonna have no trouble whatsoever moving people over there uh it'll just take a little time a little adjustment and they're gonna be fine and it's gonna be right. it's, it's the thing i would i would literally do this and i would go back and forth with a sequel and i would you know your prequel right. and just alternate right. them i mean yeah and they actually have an advantage we've talked about this a lot in our star wars uh, show I yeah. just hang out check it out quick plug yep but um one of the problems with star wars is that the star wars timeline is all over the place all over and it's incredibly difficult, difficult. yeah it's so difficult to understand when something is because it's like i mean they're jump they jump from like okay like just half our episodes are spent explaining when stuff is ex explain explaining stuff because you have three sets of movies that's like your framework and then everything takes place in between those but there's like 40 year gaps in between well there is there's a 30 year gap in between year, and then the a 19 year gap the sequel, yeah. and then a 19 year gap in between the originals and the prequels and then there's like high republic stuff and old republic stuff right. like hundreds of years and it's just so confusing to try and figure out and then mandalorian takes place like in between this but it's like five it's too much it's yeah. too much the advantage here is you're not doing so much at once no to where you can you could it would be easier to understand a prequel show and a sequel, sequel show, to show. Game of thrones very simple i you, would not i would not do more than that no i wouldn't either i would let your house of the dragon show run you through a lot of stuff because they said this could be volume one house of, whatever you want to call it. i mean just right. depends you could rename it later on to something cool but for you could now, do 10 seasons but and seasons one through three could be the dance of the dragons for sure for sure and then you could be like well, okay what's seasons what's four next? through season four through six could be the blackfire rebellion yeah exactly exactly because it still fits it's, it's still the house of the dragon and you're like okay what right. what, what happened and next set, and then so, I, that's how, that's honestly what i would do one through three you could do the dance of dragons in three seasons you could then you could yeah, do you blackfire could. rebellion in three seasons and then you could do seven through nine could be robert's mm -hmm. rebellion that's even for a Duncan egg to Roberts or if you, whatever you want to do. Right. Right. Just think about too, like as, as an actor, like coming onto this series and like, you have a chance to, I mean, they're going to get such good. 
I feel like just good act. It's such a high quality. Yeah. Remember they said that you said that they in, in the in the shareholders meeting they wanted high yeah. quality. Look at yeah, the that's quality their... of this show. Oh, it's sweet. And they said, and there's a quote from David Zaslav, CEO of Warner Brothers, saying, "Hey, we are we're actually going in the opposite direction of Disney and some of these other things. Where they're like Disney." I mean, all everything on Twitter and everything has been complaining about Marvel and Star Wars is um, work quality feels like feels like it's going yeah. downhill. Yeah. Um, and they're saying, no, 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 we're going the opposite or we are going quality over quantity. If that means we release Which, if we release three amazing movies, then that's what we're doing. And they said they are doubling. They're doubling down hard on HBO. Well, and think about that, too. Not, then you're also winning awards. Right. Which people right. are looking back saying, OK, what was what what won the most of all that different stuff. And so it right. wins an award. People hear about it then at the at the ceremony because people watch those things like, OK, I need to go check that out. I, I didn't see that. That's I do that. I'm, I watch the award ceremonies and go, OK, what what is that? I mean, it just won some right. some awesome things. So best actor, best whatever. I'm going to go check it out now. So that helps. I mean, quality does matter. Plus, people people know they understand when you put in the detailed information like that. The, the breadcrumbs, the, the music sounds good. It looks good. The costuming matters. Everything matters. And you, you fund it well. We'll wait. We will wait for a good quality product, just like with George's writing. It's a high quality series. And so why are we willing to wait? I know people get frustrated with him or whatever. But look, we've gotten the highest quality TV show. We have a great one through whatever season you want to stop at in Game of Thrones. I say one through eight is great. It's whatever. It's, it's got its flaws, whatever. But it's a great TV series. And now we're getting more of that. And so I just feel like, how can you, I mean, the quality matters. It really, quantity sometimes, yeah, again, you get tons of Star Wars stuff or whatever, but I, as, as, a, as a true, true Star Wars fan, love Star Wars. Matt and I, we, we cover it literally all that. I want it to be higher quality, yeah. higher quality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, and it hurts sometimes when it, when it doesn't come out. It's, you, you haven't taken the time, which is why I think if you're a true fan of something, I would say for George's, for the books, just for book people, let him write it. Let him let it come out at, at, in the way that it should high quality and give them time to work on these shows and develop really good stuff because it's the stuff that will like we'll be talking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday about right yes. all at the work week like like we'll be diving. It just helps you get through the work. It's fun. It's just such a cool cultural thing, too, that is about to happen in a couple of weeks. We're what, two weeks away or something? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah exactly yeah it's crazy so <laughs> it's 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 crazy so awesome all right guys well hey thank you guys for watching thank you guys for listening we appreciate it we will be doing we'll be getting this going um i want to try and squeeze in i just have to sort of pencil it into the calendar there's so much going on a quick um sort of maybe zoom hangout maybe discord i've been i've been uh actually thinking quite a bit about revitalizing our discord because it is a patreon yeah. feature um and i remember some people were saying like yeah this isn't really used well it was used a lot during uh season it eight. was um and i just have we have so much fun in our facebook group chat that i'm thinking yeah you know we could we could get the get the discord that'd be um, wild i love this get, 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 get the get the get the discord uh roaring kit and it gives me another excuse to buy another monitor and have it vertically mounted oh, on, my, on my desk like it's just for the di it's just for the disc it's just for the, it's just for the discord problem is i don't really use it that often so i know some people because some people have like discord servers where they're like really hardcore into it and they're like they're, they're it's like it's really well done and everything and so i think that'd be cool i just need to sort of figure it out yeah it takes um, a second yeah 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 so that'd be cool I, um, we had so much fun the raven's nest with that you know? right 
yeah so need to sort of re kind of idolize that figure um that out so but with we, our real point of doing that was for the zoom hangouts but now we do the zoom hangouts on zoom which is a right. way better way to do it speaking um, of which i so think we, we can do one here i know in the... yeah i think yeah we're probably we're definitely gonna need to do one i was thinking maybe before house of the dragon but i'm thinking actually probably um, before, after the first episode after or something the, after, after after maybe that that week after the first episode so maybe like that yeah. saturday the 27th or or something okay. or, some, or something like that we'll get it penciled in so everyone can kind of that'd be hop great. On that's and... that's a good time because yeah just i know what right. matt and i have coming up in september and stuff so that would be right cool. yeah so so it says yeah we'll, we'll get that penciled in um and get that going for everybody so uh stay tuned for that so awesome with that guys thank you as always for watching thank you as always for listening and uh, apparently given all some of the rumors and news we have winter is coming. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.